Rock the Ripple. Rock the Ripple. The Rock the Ripple Podcast with Narita McInnes. Let's do this. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Rock the Ripple podcast. I'm your host, Narita McInnes. It is so awesome to be here with you as always. And today is another very exciting day because I am joined by the one and only Anna from Vitrea, Tree of Souls. Mm. She is an amazing human and she is about to introduce herself. Anna, welcome to the show. Thank you, Narita. <laughs> that was a great intro. You just... Just rolls it, off your tongue. It just rolled it off, didn't I? I'm impressed <laughs> myself. I, I said things right. I'm so excited about that. I wanted I wanted to clap after it. So. <laughs> like what? The crowd goes wild. <laughs> oh. Thank you for having me. Um, I've just been watching you for a while now. I think you know, and chatting on and off, and so like I said earlier, like seeing your face and hearing your voice just sounds so familiar familiar already. So thanks for having me. Yeah, that's no, great. And I was saying the same to you as well. Like I was remembering when you were doing your round tables a few years back and I just, yeah. like, that was so good. That's so good. But um, before we go into everything, I guess for people who don't know you and don't know much about you, uh, can you give us a bit of a rundown all about Anna? So let's talk oh, about you. Oh, no, it's oh God. <laughs> it's like writing a resume, you know? Yeah. Um, and you just have to say all the good things about you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no pressure. So, no, that's okay. I'll just see what I come up with. And so Anna from Melbourne, um, Eastern Suburbs, um, I guess, you know, I'm going to, you know, I've had throughout my life um, big moments, I guess, that led me to here. Um to be honest with you, if I if you had known me in 2013, you would be like completely different people. And so I've gone through, you know, the whole thing, drug addiction, uh, busy relationships, survived raising two children that have turned out amazing. Yay. Um, <laughs> Which you must have had when you were three, woman, because you look so young. <laughs> um, actually, that's funny because sometimes when I go to the shops with my son, because he's really tall and big, they don't realise I'm his mother. And sometimes the girls kind of look at look at me as if like I'm his mother, like chill, you know. Um, so yeah, it's been I guess like for same with everyone else. The last you know since 2020, it's been a rapid shift for everyone and those that have been really on you know um, awakening um, path have just been. It's it's a daily thing now, you know. There's no there's no denying it. Um, so that's I guess one of I'm one of those people that have been completely activated turned on on the path since 2020 yeah mm, yeah thanks to COVID I've had plenty of time to do that so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which has been the case for so many people hasn't it and then not for others but yeah <laughs> yeah yeah I actually just had a chat to my neighbor yesterday and she's had a really really rough three years yeah. and you know um, a lot of compassion goes out to everyone that had different challenges um, during that three years because everyone's experiences are so different. I'm like, wow, you live next door to me and I didn't even know. So, yeah. Mm. That's a really good point actually because I have noticed that it's been such an expansive year for many and then for others it's been like the toughest time of mm. their lives. Um, yeah. And it's, um, yeah, I mean, I guess we're all on our path and we're all where exactly where we're supposed to be. But, yeah, like you said, it's like your next door neighbour. And you yeah. don't even realise, yeah. Mm. Now look at us. Yeah, look at us. <laughs> Out of COVID and we made it. We made it. Speaking of looking at us, now <clears throat> for the people who are listening, you'll have to, um, who aren't watching this, you'll have to describe it a bit. But I am loving this 
altar behind you here. Can you just give us a bit of, look at that. Can you give us a bit of a rundown on that? Yes. So um, uh, being a cacao carrier, obviously, you know, we try, well, we try and create a cacao altar. So I've got my cacao pod here mm-hmm. um, amongst all my crystals. And really they're, they're just things that really mean something to me. Yeah. And things that I've, I've connected with and even, you know, sometimes every now and then I will look at some of the crystals that are on there and I'm like, wow, I've outgrown you. So I'll remove that. Um, sometimes I'll come in and light a candle or an incense. Um, I've got some paintings on there that were um, specifically done, created for me by um, a friend. Oh, wow. So one turns out she didn't even know she was um, just doing the artwork and it actually looks like a pregnant woman. Um, which is, I thought, beautiful because cacao is very feminine. It's about birthing mm. the new and, yeah, so and I like the blue because um, I think a lot of people um, can relate to the colour blue Yeah, I in do. terms of healing, yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, yeah. Marina. Look at my babies. <laughs> oh, they're so good. Looks so good. <laughs> all right, come back, come back. Um, so <clears throat> speaking of, like, all the stuff that you do, um, one of the things that you do that I really don't know much about and would love to know more about is the palawa. Is that how you say it? Palawa. Palawa. Thank you. Yeah. Lucky you're here. <laughs> Can you talk to me about that? Because I, I would love to know more. It's not something that you hear all the time, is it? Do you know what? I didn't know you were going to ask me that, but I was hoping that you would because, oh. <clears throat> yeah, not many people know about it. Yeah. Um, can I give you, please, a backstory of what happened with Palo and I? Oh, please, please do. <laughs> this will be awesome. Thank you. So one day, like, my partner is actually a Palo Three practitioner. He's never talked about it. I've never cared. And one day I was reading a book and I'm like, I need a Palo session. You know, you get moments when, the, like, the spirit almost shakes you and say, hey, pay attention. Mm. And it was so profound, like, oh, my God, I need Palo session, like, right now. So I messaged my partner. I said, I need a, I need a power healing. And he said, oh, you know, Baba, I haven't done it in a while. And I was so impatient about it. I made him do it the next night. Yeah. And um, so I was just open to receiving it. I mean, I've, you know, people have heard of Reiki. It's one of the main mm. um, healing modalities that people know out there. So the next night I had um, Palawa healing and I loved it. Um, I was getting such beautiful experience physically, visually, emotionally. And... And then I think it was about a week later, again, I was like shaken by saying you need to do the Palawa course. So I got my partner to do to teach me Palawa 1 and 2 because as a Palawa 3 practitioner, he can do that. So mm. a girlfriend and I did that with him. And then I said, I need to do Palawa 3. It was just like this really loud, like it was the urgency was ridiculous, wow. right? You need to do Palawa 3. And, you know, my partner Johnny just goes, um, Kachina, who's the founder of Palawa, only comes to Melbourne once a year to teach it. Anyway, long story short, a month later she's in Melbourne, so I'm booked in. And <laughs> and then I, I just knew that I had to share the Palawa energy to everyone, that I didn't know anything about it, but, yeah, I felt it in my whole body. It was just vibrating. You need to share it with everyone. Just yeah. share it. Um, so I did Palawa 3 <clears throat> with the intention of teaching it and I got a little bit impatient because I'm like, oh, my God, I'm really, like, slacking off. It's been ages. I still haven't done it. It was actually only two and a half months after doing Palawa 3 <laughs> that I ran my first workshop. Wow. And, yeah, and it was amazing. It was, I had, I had no idea how I was going to do it and then everything was just like bang, 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 fell into place. 
had the most beautiful women come and do it that really felt um, connected to the Palawa energy. So just a bit of a backtrack. Palawa is um, an angelic word meaning um, rapid shift in consciousness. Mm. So Kachina Ma'an, um, I guess, you know, created it, channeled it, downloaded it, and it used to be only used for um, Reiki masters. Mm. And then it, it has evolved since then and now it's available to people who, you know, you don't need to be a Palawa, I mean a Reiki master. Yeah, I was going to ask that, yeah. Yeah, and the beauty of it as opposed to other healing modalities is there's no um, diagnosis, there's no translating. Um, you completely just trust in the divine flow of the energy and whatever the person is receiving, their own translation. We, we actually don't try and translate anything, any mm. visuals, any feelings that come up. Um, just let the energy do its work. Mm. <clears throat> um, and so I did. I, was, I went through a phase after doing Palo Alto. I was just doing Palo Alto sessions all the time. And all the other healing modalities that I was doing kind of just went out the window. Wow. Um, and I actually thought maybe it was the end of my cacao holding for people because it was all about Palawa. Um, but, you know, it was just my mind saying, just clear it. You don't, you don't need to know. Mm. It, will, it will transform again when it needs to. And um, so now it's basically if people book sessions, so either I get them to choose, which they will always say, I'll leave it up to you. <clears throat> And what I find now is, you know, if someone books a session, they say, I'll leave it up to you. If I find myself suddenly making cacao, it's because they need cacao. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But Palawa is a beautiful modality because it's complete trust. And seriously, the changes have been amazing for people. Wow. So, yeah. Wow. That's incredible. So they would just come to you one-on-one -on -one and they'd lie down on the bed like you would, mm. I guess, um, Reiki or yeah. anything like that. And then yeah. you just work through them um and it's not hands-on or is it hands-on like absolutely no um no hands-on yeah um in fact you're not allowed, allowed to touch um the, the person mm. and um even the modality because it's not about like pulling out ais or clearing entities or anything like that yeah and <clears throat> in fact if there was something that needed to be done let's say in your heart space mm. you spirit or the Palawa energy will actually push you as far away from the heart space to do the work so mm -hmm. it's almost like because usually like hey Narita you've got a blocked heart chakra and mm. I'll come right over your chest and put my hands on it and of course you're just gonna like completely like block it right it's like oh yeah. um but it, there's no thought process to um the healing and you know 45 minutes to an hour just goes so fast you work through the meridians you clear the blocks um and it just does its own thing. And in fact, the practitioner, um, you know, any visuals that we get, any messages, we can't share with them mm. because it's not for them, it's for you. Um, oh. Don't don't muddle their experience by saying, hey, I actually saw an apple when I was doing your heart chakra mm. and now all of a sudden you're stuck there, you've created a story and you're no longer working with the energy. Yes. So, yeah. But a lot of healing modalities will, you know, it'll be about clearing entities, bringing up past life stuff. Um, there's a lot of stories to it and it serves its purpose too, by the way. That's um, not disregarding that. But, yeah, with Palo it's just really all about trusting and just let that energy work. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. It's interesting because I think when people do um, come to a healing, it's good to, for them to to know that because some people do like to yeah. talk about what's happening. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, and like, do you find that still too? Anyway, are you getting any messages? Totally. Yeah. Totally. I, I want to talk about it. Yeah. Was, like, truth be told, it was one of the things that I'm like, what do you mean I can't talk about yeah. it? 
<laughs> I'm getting all these downloads, man. I want to share it. Yeah, I can imagine. Bad, bad. And, um, you know, so what I usually do now is I just write things down and, mm. you know, on read our 19th of July, blah, blah, I'll write things down because um, the thing is, you know, if that's a Palawa technique, you kind of have to respect and honour that. Yes. Um, and as time evolves, because um, Palawa's only been around since 2002 or three. Mm-hmm. Um, so just like any healing modalities, it grows in its consciousness. It evolves in its um, techniques and stuff like that. And Kachina's always updating the techniques and changes to it as she receives the downloads. Um, but yeah, you're right. Like you definitely want to talk about things. And but now it's really good because I've applied that theory in my life too. It's just like, wait, do we really need to talk about that? Like mm. it, it's simplified everything. Yeah, that's which was good. hard at the start. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> well, it's good. We do like to express as well. So mm-hmm. it would be that yeah. sort of fine. I guess it's that finding that balance, then, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. But I like the fact that it makes you feel as well. You know, so out of mm. the head, drop into the heart space and feel, rather than analyzing and you know making it into something that it's not um that was a fun experience for me because I'm like wow I'm so not good at this yet but I'm gonna get good <laughs> mm, that, well, yeah. that's freaking awesome because that's what the time that we're in now isn't it it's dropping it coming back into our heart we've all been so many of us have been so in our head and so yeah. I mean what a gift to be able to bring that in you know do you know what yeah no you're absolutely right and in fact when I was doing Palawa I, I noticed a lot of um spiritual people that I was seeing on Facebook that they were talking about you know like not really analyzing things anymore and going back into healing and um so it was really in alignment with what I was going through at that time so I'm guessing you know actually I wonder if many people out there with their healing modalities had a shift in it Mm. um you know like you you can't really predict futures anymore and that kind of stuff you can't can you yeah 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 Oh, yeah, that's a really good point, actually. It's yeah. just, yeah, it's, I mean, I just, yeah, you talking about it just makes me, I mean, I think there'll be a lot of people who are listening to this right now be like, oh, I've got to get myself a session doing this right now. <laughs> like, mm. I want to drop more into my heart. But yeah, because that's a time we're in, we're tapping into following yeah. our intuition more, feeling more, because yeah. everything comes from the heart first. It goes to, then it goes to the brain, you know, mm. like it's, yeah. yeah. Well, I guess too, the patriarchal system was always about in the head, mm. you know, and I've got a girlfriend of mine who will like, she was in, away in Greece and she's like, oh, I'm, I've only got eight days left and I'm going to be back in Melbourne. So she forced herself mentally and physically to be Melbourne energy again. <laughs> and I said, like, you know, that the mind is very patriarchal and the heart is very matriarchal. So it's like cultivating that love energy before you can, Look, I guess they work in tandem too, right? Yeah. Like you think yeah. you think a banana. It's like, oh, I love a banana, and yeah. you know, you you, you manifest that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh, that's so cool. I feel like oh, there's so many things I want to chat to you about. What? Okay, so what are you working on right now? What do you, what are you and what are you feeling right now? We should use that word feeling because that's what we're talking about. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> um. Oh. I'm going to try and, sorry, I can't get into the details, but just in terms of plant medicine. So, Mm. you know, in, I think it was in 2020, the same thing. I just had this urge, like I need to connect with plant medicine and same urgency. 
Mm-hmm. And I called Alicia and I said, I need to do plant medicine. I'm going to be an ayahuasca holder and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and um, I looked up a course. It was like four and a half grand to do a cacao um, holder course. I'm like, wow, I didn't know spiritual mm. world was so expensive. Yeah. <laughs> and Alicia was actually the one that said, just hold off. Um, I feel like the right one will come along. And then she had someone, she met someone who, um, who is still to this day is my cacao mentor and um Murphy from IO Cacao she's she basically held ceremonies everywhere and it was the most beautiful connection in terms of um she wouldn't have just handed me or shared with me her wisdom and knowledge about cacao like Mm. you know it was an honor like for her it felt like you know what I trust this person I'm going to share with her what I know um so she did that and you know so there and I stayed there and I thought maybe this is all I need to do is connect with cacao share it with people I share that in the sister circle um I talk cacao all day every day um so that was like three years of cacao connecting with her um and then it's evolved again recently Mm. through an experience that I've had and um so I've just been like social media is just off to me all I'm doing is watching videos reading up about this um, and I feel like it's, it really is the next progression for me. And mm. I love how, you know, a higher self, spirit, whatever you want to call it, they know what to do to prepare you for the next one. Mm. It's like there's no way someone can just be an ayahuasca holder, you know, from nothing to that. And yeah. there's so much heart preparation. Like I've purged my heart in the last three years mm. and I've been able to do that with cacao, you know. Mm. So, yeah, I'm excited for this next phase. I don't know really what it looks like yet and don't need to know Mm. it'll just manifest when it's meant to yeah I love that because you're so in flow and you're so you're someone who clearly trusts the guidance that you're getting and Mm. you you can get out of your own way and go oh this is where I'm going now but you're also being very strongly pulled and called which is undeniable as well isn't it yeah and that's actually been like single mother raising two children, right? And I worked in a corporate world. So I was always like, I'm going to get this done, A, B, C, D and blah, blah, blah. And the shift, seriously, it's just like, you know what? I'm going to get the date. It'll get shown to me mm-hmm. of when that's going to be ready. And then I wait for that. I never do anything unless it comes to me. Yeah. Don't go looking for it. Um, and it's such a beautiful way to live. Like, mm-hmm. You know, all those fear-based things. Like I recently shared a story that said I don't have my ducks in a row. In fact, I think one of them's a pigeon. <laughs> I didn't and... that. That's awesome. <laughs> because I think a lot of, like, don't get me wrong, of course there's planning involved, right, but mm. that needs to be, that needs to come from being inspired rather than saying, oh, I might not have enough people come or, you know, it's all fear-based um, protection, I guess. Mm. Yeah. 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 Rather than... still... Yeah, go, sorry. I was just gonna say rather than free flow creation yeah yeah yeah. and 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 that's not saying that you're not taking action because you're still taking action you're not just sitting there like waiting for a sign for like four weeks you know what I mean (laughs) I think that's like it's you're taking aligned action and you're just like in the flow of the yeah which is freaking brilliant freaking exactly Yeah. yeah yeah far out I'm excited for you for what's to come so yeah you yeah, know what too. it looks like we don't and <laughs> that's the beauty of it like I mean I love to plan but I also am very open to what is to come in as well and to trust like when you get signs coming in that oh okay maybe you know like maybe as simple as you were held up at the lights one day in your mm. car and you, you arrive five minutes later and you connect with someone that you wouldn't have if you 
yeah got that green light you know what I mean just yeah. even those sort of like simple things um but yeah I think when you have that pull on the heartstrings when you just have that you just know don't you you can't explain mm. it you can't explain the knowing but you just know that that's the way you're supposed to be going it's um so in the sister circle chat we've been talking a lot about muscle testing lately yeah so you know about muscle testing yeah yeah so it was actually Alicia that brought it to my attention years ago and I started muscle testing and I did it because I wanted to know if my intuition was right. Yeah. <laughs> so because um, people always say, how do you know it's an intuition, right? Um, and it, it changes all the time. For me, it's like I'll be meditating and I'll see a tree. I was like, I know where that tree is. I have to go there today mm. and following that intuition. But people say, oh, it's raining. You can't go there. I'm like, yeah, of course I fucking can. What's yeah. rain going to do? Stop me from going. And, you know, I think we need to go back to that as well. Just like, oh, I don't know why this is telling me to do that, but I'm going to do it. And it's it's so much fun. Mm. Yeah. Because sometimes you think like, oh, I totally got it wrong, but that was funny. Yeah. Or I totally got it right and I feel so elated and inspired right now. Yeah. 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 It's, it's so funny you said that because uh, last night or yesterday afternoon, I went for a walk and I thought, I'm going to go to this place. Um, I don't know why I'm going there. And mm. I drove, parked the car, got out, walked through, went in there. They're about to shut. And I'm just like, oh, I'm just looking around. <laughs> Walk back out. <laughs> I'm no, I, I don't know why I went there. I still don't know. Yeah. But and maybe there, I, I don't know if there is. I, I just trust yeah. my guidance and maybe something will come up from it. But maybe not. Maybe it's just a bit funny, like you said. Like, <laughs> well, the thing is, right, sometimes we go to places or talk to people and something did happen, but we just don't know what it was. Yes, yes. Like yeah. our energy was needed there at yeah. that time. Yeah. Or that person's energy was needed for me. Do you, yeah. Yeah, yeah 100%. 100%. Yeah. Yes. I yeah. had a call um, to go to a Buddhist temple the other day with a girlfriend. Oh. And I said, look, I don't know why we're going there. Maybe we're going to come out with angel wings or maybe we'll go there and nothing. We've picked up nothing, yes. you know, except get some yummy food. And, <laughs> um, <laughs> and it was a nothing kind of day. Mm. And, but like you said, you know, maybe your energy was just needed there. Maybe it activated something that you're not going to understand until, you know, a year later. So, yeah. yeah. All that Have fun with it though. Yeah. 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 Just play with it. Um, yeah. And be spontaneous as well, you know. That's all right. So my nose is running, everybody. Excellent. Same here because it's cold. freezing cold. It's cold because I had to turn <laughs> the bloody heater off so that you don't have that sound. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm just like, yeah, actually, it probably wouldn't even be that bad. But anyway, um, yeah. I've got my heat bag on my lap because it'd be bloody cold where you are too in Melbourne, I'm sure. Oh, dude, it's been so icy cold, like completely icy cold. It's not too bad this morning. Yeah. Um, the last two nights. I think Melbourne takes the cake of being cold out of all states. So. Yeah. You guys yeah. are definitely bloody cold. Um, yeah. It's definitely beanie weather in Melbourne. <laughs> Do you know what? I cannot. I went through a phase a couple of weeks ago where I had to have a beanie all the time. Mm. And I actually think maybe energetically I needed to cover my head. Yeah. Because now I'm like nothing goes on my head except this beautiful bun. <laughs> yes, I love your bun. I'll say it off air. It was, it's bloody awesome. <laughs> oh, that's so interesting though because I was in Melbourne recently. I've been there a fair yeah. bit this year. and. I um I didn't have a beanie, but then I came back to Adelaide. I'm like, I need a beanie. 
and but now oh. I've only worn it a couple of days and now I'm like yeah. I don't really need my beanie anymore but <laughs> yeah well I do think sometimes it's needed for energetic purposes you know yeah I think yeah so when you so what so do you think that's keeping yourself protected or is it um keeping what do you think it is around that I think it is to keep yourself protected um I don't know about anyone else that would be listening to this from Melbourne but there's been so much like we're going to call it AI projection of dark thoughts. Yes. There was like two weeks and, you know, so you're always checking with other friends and group chats and say, hey, is anyone else experiencing this? And um, the infiltration station has been pretty bad and even I got really tired. I'm like, I, I just don't give a fuck anymore. Don't care. Yeah. Give up. This was only a couple of weeks ago. Mm. Um and then it was in, and so I think that's why, you know, people feel guided to wear something on their head because mm. I'm not a beanie person. No, neither am I. Yeah. Isn't that yeah. interesting? That's yeah. very interesting because, I mean, and that's the thing because frequency is very powerful and those mm. kind of things can happen whether people are aware of them or not. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, and what would you do in those scenarios? Like for me, if I started to notice these thoughts, I, I might say, is this mine? Is this mm. mine? Is this thought mine? What What would you suggest for people being an energy worker? Well, um, I think the muscle testing, which I know um, some of the sisters have been sharing that and just mm. testing whether it's yours or not. Um, beautiful friend of mine, Chloe, has been, we had a great discussion about it the other day. So everyone has different techniques, right? So there's a mm. muscle testing thing that you do, whereas I just go into full body awareness. Yeah. Um, and if it, it's not a resonance, it will drop off. Yeah. Um, but, look, I guess, you know, if you practice being aware all the time, mm. um, you can sort of feel it straight away because if it's not yours, you might just get really catty and grumpy straight away. You might just get really tired, that piercing headache that, you know, comes out of the blue. Mm. Um we went, a group of us went somewhere a couple of weeks ago and we felt there was a lot of energy attacks there and you could feel it. Like you walk away from the place and you feel good. It's like, oh, my God, I actually, I'm not tired. And you walk back in there again. It's like, boom. yeah. Mm. So what would you do is like, you know, find your technique that works for you um, mm. in terms of discerning, whether it's muscle testing, um, dropping into your heart space, you know, doing a few breaths there. Mm. Um, I find to saying out loud now, like it's not, it's no longer in the head. I just constantly walk around talking to myself out loud. It's normal, I'm sure. So talking it out loud, saying, are these thoughts mine? Yeah. Um, like, you know, all the things that you normally do, but saying it out loud. Um, and truth be told, there are some days where you get really tired. They get you. And if you're tired and can't clear it yourself, call someone else that mm. you trust. Yeah. Yeah. And with the muscle testing as well, because I bet you there's people who's going to be listening. How do I do it? What do I do? What is it as simple as like, how do you do your muscle testing? The, the one that I was using was standing um, your feet hip width apart, yep. knees slightly bent, taking three deep breaths into your body and then asking simple questions first, like, am I Anna Harper? Yeah. And then, you know, forward. It's like pendulum, I guess. Mm. Um, finding your rhythm. If forward is yes for you, then that's yes. And, you know, backwards, might you might just automatically lean back and that's a no. Mm -hmm. um, and then there's a 
there's a finger one that I just thought, you know what? No. Yeah, I always, <laughs> I've got friends who do the finger one. I'd always, yeah, yeah, I'll either do the leaning back and forward one or, you know, yeah. or, or even I'll get the pendulum, like you can use yeah, that so as well. You, you do pendulum. Oh, just for fun, just me. Like, yeah, yeah. I just, I'll grab it out and just sort of see what happens and do the test as well. Like, is my generator? Yeah. Yes. It yeah. Is. <laughs> um, but you know like <laughs> phew, I'm still me um but yeah and um but you can do it as well with the muscle testing like with food yeah. like you can grab yourself and a banana yes. and then just like um see if that's good for you or not in that moment um yes yeah which is it's a good way to test your intuition isn't it it is and um look I wish I could do the pendulum my daughter is probably better at pendulum my partner's mm. better at pendulum I look at this thing and I'm just like I don't know what you're saying. In fact, it confuses me, right? <laughs> yeah. But um, in terms of like muscle testing and stuff like that, so so I have cacao every night mm. and I talk about this to anyone that will listen, right? Like do something different daily. Have your coffee at a different part of the house. Put your shoes on before you put your, I don't know, before you brush your teeth. Like, you know, something that changes daily. Yeah. Um, and in terms of like, you know, like you said, with the food, so you might be in the habit of having a banana for breakfast every day, but our bodies are constantly changing. So, mm-hmm. yes, you might want a muscle test and say, oh, do I, do I need banana for breakfast? But mm-hmm. also, too, to change it and start, like we're talking about intuition, right? Mm-hmm. So now I will actually um, try and change things as much as possible. Like this morning, instead of having two cups of coffee, I didn't. Mm-hmm. Um because that's listening to intuition rather than just being programmed because one of the things that I'm like constantly aware about is being programmed. Yeah. And we're so good at programming ourselves. We do the same thing all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's fun anyway, right? Like I tried I tried to get ready the other day and I tried to get dressed before brushing my teeth and I ended up sitting on my bedroom floor for 45 minutes. I, I couldn't move. I'm like, wow, this is how bad my programming is. I have to brush my teeth before I can get dressed. <laughs> and um, I had a bit of a laugh about that, you know, because just being aware of where you're so rigidly not changing and where energy. So we're meant to change all the time. Yeah, that's so true, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Just mixing it up, like going to wherever I went yesterday and whatever that was, you know. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> Maybe you do feel like a orange juice for lunch instead of a yeah. giant block of chocolate. Look, let's be honest, we're not having chocolate. Well, are we? We probably are having chocolate. We can. We yeah. can. You can do whatever <laughs> the frick you want. You, you can do it, yeah. I never stick to, you know, oh, breakfast food, blah, 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 or dinner. Just just do what feels right at that time. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. I mean, and that's the thing. I think that's what we've got to step into more and more and more and more. And the more that we do that, the more things flow, don't they? And mm. then you notice yeah. when they don't, and then it's easier to shift and pivot. Yeah, mm. pivot. I like that one. Mm. I have a thing for words. Tell me more. <laughs> like I'm going to sit with pivot now. <laughs> I am. You, like every day you'll be saying, I'm just going to pivot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, don't like that one, pivot. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like being a netballer again. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have a thing for words. Um, so I, I will sit there and mull it over in my head over and over again. And I shared it the other day with the girls and I said, which one feels good in your body, mm-hmm. limitless or unlimited? And, yeah, and I just like the fact that you're, you're thinking, you know, about the words that you're saying yeah. either out loud or in your head. Mm. 
Um, and same thing with, you know, we, we see the posts all the time about being a divine being, but we don't actually know what it feels like in our body. Mm. So it's like, hey, I'm going to see what does divine even mean? And by the way, some of the words that you, you know, look up the definition for, I find that they don't actually match what it feels like in my body. Yeah. Yeah. So then it goes to, it leads to another question of have we been programmed to think that that word means this when in fact it doesn't. Mm. Mm-hmm. so yeah these are just the weird and wonderful things I can't really get on with my day <laughs> I love that you do that because they're the sort of, I do those sort of things as well too and I actually heard a guy on a, a reel the other day talking about the word begin um, mm. which is broken down to be gin and I was like oh, oh never put those ones together I mean there's other other wording as well like obviously um you know, programming and like we know those kind of ones. Yeah. yeah, Just looking at the different possible meaning. But of course, then if everything has maybe a different meaning and I I mean, I like how you're saying, how does it make you feel in your body? Mm. I mean, that's, that's where you can bring it to because so many words do have different meanings, Mm. don't they? And then if it feels right for you in your body, awesome. Yeah. If it's, if it's something that isn't quite right you might need to pivot with that one (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm really leaning into the word pivot (laughs) I'm going to look up the definition and and compare it to how it makes me feel yeah I want to hear about this please (laughs) yeah should we google it now um (laughs) so you know you you would have heard this as well Narita where they say um you know your words Speaking, you know, spelling basically, yes. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so there's so many reasons why you, be- you begin to be more aware of the energy of the words that you're saying. One, mm-hmm. it keeps you aware. Yeah. You know, you're just aware. You're not just mm-hmm. being robotic. Um, and also it teaches your body to start feeling again. Mm-hmm. Like we're thinking, we're thinking, we're thinking, but it's like, oh, you know what? Actually for a while there I liked the word unlimited in my mm-hmm. body. Yeah. And then I realized like, oh, unlimited actually feels masculine. It's like a very like, get out of my way. I'm going to do things. And mm. and then eventually I leaned into limitless because it was more flowy and expansive. And do you know what I mean? So just oh, becoming aware of it. Yeah. Totally. And it's so awesome that you've picked that word because I have that word unlimited. And, I, oh, and yeah? <laughs> but now that you've, you the way you've said that with limitless, because at first I was like, unlimited. But yeah. then, yeah, it, that's interesting, isn't it? Because limitless, it does have that flow. Yeah. Like, yeah. But, but it may not for someone else. A hundred percent. Yeah. Like, you know, maybe at that time of the month, you might need the word unlimited and that really resonates with you. Mm. Um, but yeah, like I said, it's just another another game that you can do to be aware. And um, I heard someone say the other day, the, world, the word uh, release, mm. like, actually means that you're releasing so like you know like you're leasing a house so you're not actually letting it go you're just releasing it uh, back to you again so it's like use the word let go instead of release yeah um yeah that's the same as the word research research so you're always searching <sighs> oh see there's so many things to that isn't it okay yeah well research. it's crazy isn't it yeah 
uh, I had a thought before it went away but um, I'll come back <laughs> it'll, come, it'll come back if it's supposed to I'll research that uh, <laughs> it'll come back in oh but it, the the power of words as well like oh that's what I was going to say because you've you've mentioned this a few times and I'm so with you I resonate with this so much it's awareness it's mm. when we're aware of you know not just our I mean our thoughts because they're so freaking powerful but just everything the more we're aware of how we're showing up and who we're being Mm. and all that sort of stuff that in itself is I think one of the most empowering things do you would you say that 100 percent um I don't know what just happened I just got completely wiped (laughs) that's what happened to me just before whoa goosebumps when you said that yeah okay what's going on has that happened to Ah. you this week it's happened to me a few times this week and I was listening to a a podcast uh the other day and the same thing happened to the guy talking like three times in a row he's like it's just gone it's gone <laughs> yeah it's gone it's like a white and um I could feel it coming right and as you're talking I'm like no no no, I've got it I've got it and then boom gone <laughs> yeah what the hell <clears throat> I don't know um I find sometimes like when I would go to share information with someone and I'm not supposed to it gets yeah. pulled out of my head Mm. So I guess, you know, just like anything else is good and bad in, in that. Or sometimes does it get pulled out of your head because you're getting interference? Mm. Um, yeah. yeah. When you touch so something. We were talking about awareness. Awareness. Mm. What did you say about awareness? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's listening. Wait, look, guys, <laughs> what, would I, what I was saying was how empowering it is mm. to be aware. Like that when we're aware, like, not to the extreme where you're just so aware you're not living your life. It's just, you, you know what I mean? But like the, yeah. self-aware when we're aware of our thoughts, when we're aware of how we're showing up in the world, um, who we're being, where we're heading. And like when we're aware of the um, calling and the intuition that mm. we're getting, like all of that, I, I feel like is one of the most empowering things. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. And um, for those that do meditate, do you meditate? Yeah, I do. But I hope yeah fall off the bandwagon a little bit there for a little while um so yeah you know but again that was it's part of a routine but I've kind of mm. mixed it up and been doing it a bit differently mm. um yeah so yeah but now I feel like I'm getting it back into a into a routine again yeah because yeah, I've been a morning meditator every day for years and years right mm. and I went through a patch where I'm like oh, I was a week I didn't meditate which is like not usual for me. Yeah. And then I realized I needed to swap it for a nighttime meditation. Mm, yeah. And and I'm okay with that too. And mm-hmm. um, so going back to awareness, like if you're meditating and stuff like that, there's a big difference when you're in meditation and you can practice the awareness, like mm-hmm. either being full-bodied awareness or aware of the thoughts but not attaching to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's the difference to when you're awake in your life, walking around, working, you know, doing the human stuff and being aware of that because mm. um, you get really good at being aware in meditation but then to practice that when you're when you're awake and I think it's safe to say everyone's really been challenged in the last couple of years and having to practice awareness and you know so much emotions came up so mm. many challenges in terms of relationships and friendships and how how you were going to respond to the conflicts that had transpired over the last years um really taught me how to be more even more aware Mm. because you know the rage that came up the betrayal and the confusion and the fear and it would have been in the past where I probably would just 
drank that away and partied it not to feel it mm. but there's no more drinking and partying anymore these days so <laughs> you, you get taught to you know like that interaction that you have with a friend that doesn't have the same belief as, as you and sitting in awareness of being angry but in saying that too you know you can be completely aware and still express yes which I went for a while there where I was being aware but suppressing mm. Mm. yeah yeah you gotta let that shit out don't you you really do. And, yeah. um, you know, your strengths are your weakness and your weakness mm-hmm. is your strength. So if you get really good at feeling things and, you know, as a, as a strength, people can turn that into a weakness of suppressing. So you got to make sure that you turn that strength. You, you turn that into a strength and express it. Yeah. Mm, absolutely. Because, yeah, I agree 100% because we are going to have those emotions and we are going to have, those feelings will be valid and they need to be mm. honored and looked at and you're right like any anything that's suppressed isn't great for us um and so whether the anger is you know comes in from someone um and it spurs it within us and like they actually really are just being a pain in the ass <laughs> mm, yeah. like it's bringing up something for us to look at like wh- that's when again when we're aware of who we are our self-awareness and um we're being discerning with ourselves as well. Mm-hmm. Like I think that's yeah. really important too because you, we, we c- can't look at ourselves with rose-coloured glasses. Like, yeah. you know, we and it's the same with the world. Like, I mean, I used to have very thick bloody ones back in the day. I thought <laughs> everyone was, you know, you can take them at face value, but no, yeah. that doesn't turn out that way. But, yeah. but, you know, so but you have to be able to do that with yourself yeah. and be able to look at yourself and go, okay, well, actually, how am I showing up here? Is this anger, you know, really valid? Or, or, you know, what can I do with this? You know, do, do yeah. you talk to that as well? Yeah, 100%. Um, I don't know why I want to say this now, but it's um, I had this issue a couple of months ago, right, and I was talking to a friend and he actually said like because um, I took it on, what the person was saying, I took it on. It's like, oh, it must be me, it must be me, I must practice forgiveness, I must do this, I must do that. You know, you start reflecting and there is a bit of an addiction to healing as well, right? Yeah. Where something goes wrong and you automatically think, oh, I need to heal this about myself, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And it was actually my friend said, well, hang on a sec, mate. Like, um, have you checked in with yourself if you did do that? And I said, yes, I did, but I didn't do that and I don't understand how blah, blah, blah. And he's like, well, it's not always because you've done it. So it's, basically the story is, you know, if you've worked so hard on healing something about yourself, let's say betrayal, and you, you've just ex- experienced betrayal in every level, shades, colours, all your life, and it's something that you've kind of applied self-mastery to. Mm-hmm. So like he, what he was trying to tell me is that because you've healed that part of yourself, you're going to come across people that, you know, you're going to have to shine loyalty to, mm. Right. And, and it's not necessarily because you're broken or that you need more healing on that. Mm. Um, it just means that you start embodying and standing up for that loyalty that you truly believe in and, you know, you walk your truth in that sense. Mm. And then I, not long after that, I saw a post on Facebook and it said something about, you know, um, Jesus didn't attract a lot of sick people that needed healing because he was sick himself. Mm. He was always surrounded. He said, in fact, Jesus, you, you'd rarely see him sitting with the royalties and the rich. He was always amongst the people who needed the healing. Mm. And it wasn't because he's sick, because people say, oh, you attract what you are. I'm like, 
So yeah. that put a different spin for me. I'm like, but wait, yeah. <laughs> do we attract what we are? Like, you know, if you've got five friends who are going through, I don't know, divorce, does that mean because you're, you left your husband? I don't know if you've ever been married, but, you know, do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, yeah. because everyone else is getting divorced. Should I be get, yeah, like, yeah, 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 totally. No, I, I'm really, that's exactly true because you're needed where you're needed. And that's why you need to be really discerning with yourself because you don't yeah. want to just go, oh, there's something there for me to heal because yeah. it might it might not be that at all. You're actually there as the teacher for the um, student that needs you at that time or to yeah. shine your light or to show, like what you were saying, what yeah. loyalty is. And then that person will either take or leave it. And if the, if the frequency that you are doesn't resonate for them, then they'll they'll either go. Or yeah. they'll stick around and um, they'll have to rise to meet you. Or, mm. um, I mean, there's so many things around that, isn't it? And that, mm-hmm. uh, which is why the awareness thing is so key because yeah. it's not always us. And that's why I always say to people, like, you ha- now it's gone for me. <laughs> what? Quick pivot. <laughs> One moment, please. Let's. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. No, but what I say, yeah, because like you, you do resonate, you have frequency. I'm just going to let it just flow. However it comes yeah, out. Go. But the thing is, yeah, you do have to be aware. Why is this happening? <laughs> People listening. It's all right. We're nuts. We're nuts. We're talking right. about awareness. But we're talking we about awareness. What we're being aware about. <laughs> yeah. And Anna and I are clearly nuts. So which clearly shows that you do resonate on a frequency with people, don't you? Do you would have to agree with that? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but there are times when you are needed in different places um, to shine your light, which, yeah, like you exactly what you just said before. That is so true. But yeah, you just being aware of whether it's um whether you you could that's when you can be really honest with yourself and go actually maybe I am needed here for this or maybe I need to step away from this I don't need to be um in this scenario anymore mm, so yeah I think I went a bit off but yeah I think you're with me <laughs> hopefully yeah I, I totally get that and yeah. you know and a, another thing that's been going around for me and again I share with everyone that wants to listen <laughs> I'm listening baby because <laughs> only because I've been sitting on this for a while now right like um darkness is just the absence of light right we've all heard that mm-hmm. um but if you expand on that even more like betrayal is just the absence of loyalty mm-hmm. so people say how do I shine my light you know it's like well what are you doing and like oh I've got a boyfriend that cheats on me all the time mm-hmm. well that's betrayal so there's the absence of loyalty how can you cultivate um loyalty in your body mm-hmm. and you know, um, anger is just the absence of peace. How can you cultivate peace and you shine your light like that? Mm. Um, it's just really narrowing it down a bit more rather than saying, oh, just shine your light as if you're, you know, a light switch. Yeah. But if we can evoke an emotion in it, in our body mm. and amplify that and, you know, listen to a friend who's angry but yet um, amplify your energy of peace, yes. you know, that's how at that time that you can shine your light. Yeah. Um, and same with anything else. Again, I've got a thing with words. Um, you give me a word, I'll try and find a divine version of that word. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah, I love that so much. That's, yeah. And that is, it 
also you I'm, I'm sure are a brilliant space holder so when people come in and they do need to share with you you will resonate at the frequency they need so if they're in fear you will be in love mm. like because that's the opposite obviously so though I mean yeah and then you cultivate that in your body exactly like you said like if you want more uh if you don't want betrayal well then put into your um essence and what it is that you do want to uh, experience yeah yeah because yeah. we're the creator beings we're the ones who can create and yeah so being aware of that again you know <laughs> yeah gosh yeah. awareness is just coming in everywhere is it it's that everywhere is the name like, of this, the day <laughs> it's the, it really is a key to everything um mm. like if you talk about space holding um either in one-on-one sessions or in the sister circle and it's really uncomfortable at the start. I know when Sister Circle started, if someone's sharing and they're crying, you can't touch them, you can't hug them. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. because, one, that person is being completely seen in their most raw and um, beautiful versions of themselves, right? The minute we hug them, we interrupt their energy. Yes. And also we kind of want to hug them because we're so uncomfortable, you know? Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, let's just end this right now. And I love you. You did such a good job and end it. Um, but then there's also like times when someone is like just going back to space holding, someone might be sharing the most horrific story of their experience. And all of a sudden we're sitting there and we've got all sorts of emotions coming up like anger and injustice and revenge. And, you know, in your head, you're thinking back to all the times that that's that story is relatable to your experience as well. And that is definitely not space holding because what you're actually doing is you're amplifying their injustice and their mm-hmm. pain and their betrayal. Um, and I've, I've said this before, like in Melbourne during COVID, everyone felt sorry for Melbournians, right? They're like, oh, my God, I feel so sorry for you guys. You know, mm-hmm. you've got the worst and we did. And um, but it's like, stop feeling sorry for us. You know, mm-hmm. send us strength, send us courage, send us whatever not pity yeah 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 no yeah and no one wants I mean there are people who do they they thrive off of the pity actually I've been listening to a a podcast recently as well just around the uh, victim perpetrator and uh, um, survivor um Mm. the um sorry the um uh savior and it's Um, that kind of thing you know and yeah. yeah and it's interesting because it gets it when you're listening to those sort of things, it gets you thinking about the dynamics in your own life and you can see 100%. where you've been, all of the things, because we <laughs> all have. There's no one who hasn't. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, yeah, it just gets you reflecting on that. And and you're right, like, um, with the whole um, thing in Melbourne, like, don't pity, like, give us, give us strength. And, like, in mm. your sister circles, you do. Like, that's so key. And I think I'm really glad you brought that up because I think a lot of people do feel like, oh, quick, quick, someone's crying, I better make it okay. But Mm. actually you need to let that person express their feelings and their energy Mm. and allow it out. And exactly what you said, they're being seen and heard and that's probably all that they need and have been craving for maybe many, many years. And just having that moment um, and being seen in that moment will allow them to just have a weight lifted off their shoulders like never Mm. before. I guess yeah. you would experience that a lot in your circles as yeah. well. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's such an honour when people, because um, let's face it, right, like 
it's not that it's not a comfortable thing to talk about your most horrific experiences and um but it's such an honor so but the thing is you can only give what you are right and if you're so uncomfortable um with someone crying mm. if you're so uncomfortable with vulnerability you can't give that no but it's a beautiful mirror effect where it's like mm, I need to work on my vulnerability what why does that upset me seeing a woman cry yeah why does it make me so uncomfortable and um I don't know where I was going with that Mm, well, awareness <laughs> awareness that's definitely the uh title of this episode I think yeah, awareness yeah. <laughs> something around that but yeah you do you have to feel comfortable in yourself um to be able to to do that and to hold space for people in that situation and if you are feeling like it is taking you down that road of thinking about your own stuff and bringing up stuff for you, you you're, you're you're charging it for that person but you're also mm um seeing what's there for you so then that can be uh, if you can be aware of that then you can yeah work on that for you but yeah I feel like you've got something now come back <laughs> oh no I was just thinking about the the energy of co-creation yeah because you know, there's creation there's you but then in order for you to kind of manifest that here in the reality you need someone to co-create it with mm-hmm. so like I said if someone was you know experiencing experiencing injustice and betrayal are you co-creating that with them or are you going to sit in loyalty and love and un- unconditional love, by the way, like it's so underrated. Like everyone needs to talk more about it and actually start feeling that in their bodies. Oh, love that. Love that. Yes. Yeah. I've had to really sit in unconditional love and there's there's been some days I'm like frustrates me because, you know, we know this, we read it, um, but you, when you call forth your remembrance of like, if you are unconditional love, if you are divine love, and I know Donovan would love that because he's always using divine love and divine he being, knows. and yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but he knows what divine being and divine love feels like. Mm. And out of anyone I've ever met, Donovan truly practices unconditional love. Oh, sometimes absolutely. to a point where I just say, "Dude, you've lost your mind." <laughs> um, but. We need to all start teaching our bodies what does actually divine love or unconditional love feel like. Mm. And I've been balls deep in that in the last 12 months. And I'm like, God damn it, here we go again. Mm. But, you know, you go with it because, you know, your higher self or spirit or the world needs you to be there to sit in that unconditional love. And Mm. people tend to, you know, when they're in conflict or when they're in hardship about something, you immediately feel like or think that you're connected disconnected from unconditional love Mm. but yet there's so much beauty in alchemizing um pain and conflict and you know sorrow while while you're holding it you know with unconditional love and it makes a huge difference Mm. so taking it one step at a time teaching your body again what it feels like what unconditional love is Mm. like really feeling it yeah that's yeah totally that's so beautiful because yeah just you saying that and unconditional love for yourself in those moments so you're holding your you're holding space for yourself while you go through these things that's yes that's a beautiful way to put it Mm. (laughs) no you're right you're holding space for yourself while you're going through it yeah yeah Yeah. and the more of us doing that I mean I'm all about the ripple as you know like that just 
uh, that's what you know you just can't underestimate you just doing that for yourself that's huge it's huge isn't it like you can feel it now yeah like yeah I'm just staring yeah. at you like yeah. not even here <laughs> I'm feeling it I know like I get you know like it's just yeah you can yeah. it's it's a beautiful thing isn't it by the way I love your um, podcast name at oh. the start I'm reading it I'm like it does what the ripple the rock and then <laughs> the more I said I'm like oh the ripple the rock yeah I guess. <laughs> There's so many. It's interesting. I had um, another guy as well. He, um, when I said his na- the name to him, he hasn't been on the podcast, but um, he said something about it that I hadn't even thought of. And now mm. I can't remember it. So that's a really pointless story. Um, great story. <laughs> something about like, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, it was good. It was, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll talk to him again and I'll remember. And yeah. I'll tell you. <laughs> the hyper awareness today is like, off the charts <laughs> the hyper awareness the- yeah, yeah yeah the hyper awareness we're so aware that we don't even remember what it was anymore <laughs> I know well that, that's we're just we're just I don't know banging out on some hyper awareness <laughs> and anyone if you're watching this right now you are too because otherwise you wouldn't have found mm. this so um yeah welcome to yeah. the club <laughs> the bunk club right <laughs> <laughs> oh, um where else can we go with this? Is there something that's like, because I know that I just, before chatting to you, like I thought we're just going to chat and whatever flows mm. through will flow through. Like, is there something that you feel called to talk about right now? Oh, look, everything that I've already just mentioned, um, yeah. teaching our bodies, like seriously going back to the awareness, right? Mm. But not just being aware, like feeling those things in your body. Yeah. Um, because I think it's time, like, you know, and I'm not saying this for everyone, mm. but, yes, a time has come for everyone to really look within and do the healing work. Mm. But on the other side of that, we need to remember what are we creating then once we've healed the uglies? What do we want to cultivate? Yeah. What do we want to share? What energy do we want to walk around in in the world out there? Um, and, I, you know, I've programmed my car to... Um, do this energy thing when I turn the ignition on oh and yeah like I'm the center of that get in the car turn it on <laughs> like <laughs> love that but then you go out in public and you have you know awareness you got to walk around in public and still be in that energy mm. you can't get off from your meditation mat or you know out of your car and then just go back to yeah disconnect from that so mm. I think everyone practicing and carrying the beautiful energies will really, our world needs that now. Yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. When you were saying that, I was just imagining like us walking down the beach and just emanating, emanating yeah. that energy because, and yeah. you're right, because we have done a lot of this dive down the rabbit hole, dark, mm. looking at the, going through the trenches, whatever the saying is, you know, like looking at that not so sexy stuff. And then to come out the other side to, I guess, like um, Dale or Donovan will say, the hero's journey and, and mm. like walking now and going, okay, what do we want to create? Really, yeah. what do we want to yeah. create? And, it, and if you don't know, don't worry. Just mm. like ask yourself, ask yeah. spirit, ask, ask your inner self, your all-knowing self. Yeah. What do I want to create? What? Yeah. How do I want? Because I feel like this is now like we're sort of taking off the shackles and we're going into a whole new space that we haven't been before. Yeah. So, and it's still that birthing period, isn't it? Like where yeah. there's still bits and stuff flying. But, okay, yeah. what are we going to do from here? And, like, we can ask the question, 
how good can it get? Like, and let's ask that oh, question. I love that. Like, how <laughs> yeah. good could it get? Yeah. How, show yeah. me how good this can get. How Show me yeah. how good this can be. And then when we are in that energetic space, then we are attracting or we're emanating, you know, the mm. back and forth, mm. vibrating that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and I think um, that that's a really powerful way to be, isn't it? And mm. it's it's scary though because when you say you're the creator, it's like, well, shit, Narita, you're the creator. How? What are you creating right now? Just sitting here, like, are you? Do you know what I mean? Like that yeah. emanation, emanating of that energy that you're talking about. Mm. That's so beautiful, and it's a scary place though for people to take responsibility and say, yeah, you know what, I am the creator. Mm. A lot of people don't feel comfortable with that. Yeah, because it means a big one because mm. mm. I don't want to be responsible yeah. for things that go wrong yes yeah and that I think responsibility is a huge part of it because mm. if we're responsible for what we create if we're responsible for how we show up in the world like everything falls on the, us mm. and that can be a big pill to swallow for some people yeah because that means that um everything comes back to that that does but yeah. it doesn't mean you won't be supported but I think when that comes down to also learning to step into your power and that's, I think, as a um, collective, that's what we're um, stepping into. But we're, we've got to, we've gone through this time to be able to step into our power, to be able to realize, yes, I am the creator. I can, I mm. can show up how I want to show up, and we'll be tested along the way. And I call oh, it tested. Bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you agree? Like, do you? Yeah. Like you yeah. just go, oh, all right. Like you know, something will happen this week. I'm just like, okay this is um this is random like you know and you just go yeah. am i am i being tested here you tap into your intuition is this to go all right are you sure you want to do this you know mm. kind of thing mm. yeah um, but yeah the responsibility thing is huge and it, it's big because and that uh, comes back to that podcast i was talking about the victim so um survive the um oh, what's why do i always um savior Saviour, thank you. Yeah. yeah, the three things. And it's a cycle. Yeah. So we need yeah. to step out of that cycle, take full responsibility yeah. for who we are and um, but and get excited and empowered about this and, and excited about um, what we can create. Um, and if you can lean more into that, I mean, excitement and anxiousness can have the same feeling. So, yes, yes feeling in our body. Yeah. So, like, yeah. let's go, okay, well, maybe I'm not anxious. Maybe I'm excited about this and yeah. flip it in our subconscious mind as well oh a hundred percent and I love that you brought that up because that just came up a couple of weeks um with another girlfriend right she was saying she was anxious like are you anxious or are you excited she goes I don't fucking know like, <laughs> but you should know yeah because um, and it's the same with um you know when we're missing someone and we're like oh I'm in longing I'm in yearning I'm in separation but sometimes missing someone actually means that you're love energy is growing but mm. we interpret it as that we're missing we're yearning we're without them um and we always try and suppress it anyway that's another thing but that's cool. I just what yeah I just wanted to say with what you were saying um you know people go and do get healing sessions done mm. and they don't invest any time in integration yeah and integration is really important because tests come up for you during integration because it's those tests will that will actually help you integrate what you've learned, what you're healing. Mm. Um, so I can't remember what I was saying now. Yeah, I don't know if you Never heard mind. the truck that went past. I was like, I hope she can't hear that. But no, no, that's right. You have to integrate because you can go and see a healer 
that's awesome and they can help you in that moment and that's great but it, you're still responsible for how you show up from there and how you and you will be presented with um tests and things along yeah. the way because that is then allowing you to see if if the healing is working and that you're yeah. doing the work like it's yeah the, yeah so that's part of the process like I say to people align with the frequency of your highest potential now that might sound a bit wishy-washy to some fine mm. doesn't matter but what it actually is saying is um, if you want to uh, be all that you came here to be you've got to um, you will go see a healer and then you will mm. ha- be presented with some crappy stuff and you have to look at the shitty stuff as well because you can't yeah. expand and grow without looking at those things that are holding you back or just have been your blinders that you weren't even um aware of yeah it's not it's not always sexy at all (laughs) (laughs) definitely not you know (laughs) um you know what Narita if you ever find like a sexy recipe to doing this all like you'll have to do a podcast on it and share (laughs) it with us (laughs) get the get sexy show with uh, yep no I don't know You were gonna go there. <laughs> I was. I gotta go there. Wasn't I? I was. I was. Oh my gosh. Um, uh, oh, that's but, funny. Yeah, because you can't. Like, it isn't, is it? And that's why mm-hmm. not everyone wants to do that. But and again, that's showing. Um, that's um, being res- taking responsibility. Yeah. Because you know, like you, you were sort of saying, like some people might just be addicted to going to see healers all the time. Uh, or getting readings and things like that and I'm sure we've all been through those phases as well but that's Mm. not doing the work that's only part of the puzzle like everything starts within so that's where we need to to do it and then yeah we will be shown uh have these things come up and Mm. we think man I just did this awesome healing I feel amazing why is this shit just landed right in my face right now yeah because you just did that healing and now it's time for you to integrate yeah I think they just want healing and then they come out and everything's perfect. The problems have gone, mm. you know, and yeah. I guess that can happen, um, but that comes from them. It never really comes from the healer. It's their own integration that really anchors it in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because we're, resp- we're all responsible for ourselves, which comes back to that as well too. I'm going to actually look up the word responsible. Yeah, and good one. Break it down, right, because... Um, especially for people that are tired, you know, they don't want any more responsibilities. Mm. But there's got to be a a higher feeling to responsible and responsibility. Mm. Yeah. I think when you find that, can you share that on your stories on Instagram? Or yeah, I'll tag you. Can all look at it? Yeah, please <laughs> yes. do. Uh, speaking of which, what? how can people find you, by the way? Uh, I don't know okay. how long I've been talking, but yeah. I don't either. I don't yeah. have a phone. <laughs> it was like five minutes, but I'm sure. Um, yeah. Has it so been an hour? Be, has it? I don't know. Oh, okay. What time is that? Yeah, we're probably yeah, it probably has been an hour. Mm. Um how can they reach me? So yes. don't go on my website because it's still um being worked on. I actually okay. finally surrendered it and gave it to someone to do. Oh, well um, done. Yeah, but look, I'm pretty old school. My phone number is on the Vitrea page. My email address is on there. Mm-hmm. Um, you can DM me on Instagram or, or private message me on Facebook as well. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. So you'll send me those links so I can um, pop yes. them in the description. That'll be awesome. Yeah. Um, well, I have uh, I have them anyway, but yeah, that sounds fun. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and um, I guess 
I mean, this has been an awesome conversation. I know that we've covered a lot and I really feel like awareness and I'm so, so interested to see what comes in uh, when you dive into the divine feeling of responsibility and what yeah. else comes up. Um, you've definitely got me thinking about that now or feeling about that, I should say. I feel like there are codes Yes, in the word responsi- responsibility. No, it's not responsible, it's re- responsibility. I feel like there are codes there. So I was listening to you talking and I, I'm like, I could almost feel the codes coming in with that. So we'll mm. see. I'm going to sit with that one. Yeah. Well, yeah. By the way, when you, so everyone feels and um, taps into things differently. For you, do you get visuals or is it more feelings? Because I think some people might go, oh, I wish I could see stuff, um, but mm. they probably feel more. Maybe they get the goosebumps when they're on the right track. Like what is it for you? So it used to be just feeling for me and knowing, feeling, knowing, mm. feeling, knowing. Um, and can I tell you, I'm, I don't know if I'm allowed to share this, but something happened um, in the last couple of months. And, look, I've become quite visual in the last three years, right? So mm. now it's like so psychedelic. Wow. Even even in my waking day, like I can see the inner visuals happening with my eyes open and it's quite distracting but beautiful at the same time. Um, so now it's all of the above and I have no attachment to any of them. Mm-hmm. But for those that are listening, you know, I, I went used to be just feeling and then that switched off and then I started seeing and then that switched off and then I went to knowing. And so it goes round and round until mm-hmm. eventually I think we're meant to just have it all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, limitless. That. We're limitless. <laughs> we are. I'm into yeah. that. Far out. This what about is, you? Uh, yeah. For, well, for me, I definitely feel. I've always been a big feeler. Um, and I do sometimes hear as well. Mm. Like um, it'll just be like a little whisper or, yeah. um, and it's a knowing as well. Then it's just a knowing. Like it's not, mm. that's not a feeling. It's just a like. Yeah. I just know I've got to do that. Yeah. Like it's it's yeah. almost you can't not like you were talking about at the start. Yeah. Um and visuals every now and then, but not I don't feel like they've switched on fully yet. But I, mm. I would love I'd love more of that. Or would I? I don't know. Be careful. Yeah, you would. <laughs> <laughs> like I've seen things like I could, I've seen things um when there's been stuff that other people wouldn't see, like like mm. a thing walking through the wall type thing but yeah. that's only been in a, a certain scenario if you know what I mean as yeah well. so yeah, yeah. Th- that's one thing that you know out of all abilities and gifts coming online like I really don't need to see dead people like <laughs> I'll pass on that one yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, which is yeah go no hey I was just saying like like um my daughter that's that's one of the things that she gets really excited about is, you know, being able to communicate with dead people. Yeah. And she does. Yeah. Well, she doesn't want to be fully switched on yet. She just just wants to be a normal teenager first. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what, you know, you'll get tapped on the shoulder and it'll be time when it's time. Yeah. Mm, Yeah. You'll know. I, yeah. And that's the thing. Like once it's on, it's on. Like I, um, knew an incredible um psychic and she Mm. she could would walk through a house and see stuff coming out of the photo frame like like it would it's never switched off you know yeah yeah Um, and that's who's this oh just someone I know that isn't online and that sort of stuff yeah yeah yeah. so I just I always remember that story yeah I was just like I'm like imagine walking down a hallway and then just (laughs) 
Like, you know, and I, do you really want that? I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't. Seriously, I don't know why, but um, I just want the beautiful, shiny rainbow stuff. Don't get me wrong. I've been through the depths of the dark stuff as well yeah. and the underworld and but yeah, I'll stay away from dead people. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, what, what are we? We're all infinite anyway, so they're not yes. really. You know, are they dead? Yeah, are they dead? You know, yeah. are we yeah. just dreaming? You know, like all those <laughs> anyway, we yeah. could go on and on. So we'll have to have another yes. chat another day. That's for sure. Um, so I, I just want to say thank you so much again for being here. You are just awesome. Um, so for anyone, if you're listening and you're like, I just love this chick. She's awesome. Anna, <laughs> the way you talk. Name. <laughs> and uh, energy workers at Gabe. She's you, there's all this different stuff that you can do. I'll pop her Instagram and her Facebook and her details in the description so you can connect with her there. Anna, thank you again for being here. Uh, thank you for listening, listening mm -hmm. to the show or watching the show wherever you are. I'm so grateful that you're here. And, uh, yeah, I'll look forward to seeing you next time. Thanks again, Anna. Thanks, Narita.